0: To the 39th episode of the untitled gadget podcast due to some scheduling errors the last episode did not go up but okay we just move ahead from that uh, and hopefully have something interesting for the 40th because we had an interesting chat on the 39th but now this is the 39th uh shit happens anyway joining us this week is Rishi Alwani from the Mako Reactor and no IGN wait yes wait Rishi you're still with you're
1: still doing Marco, right? Uh, no, actually, I'm no longer uh, writing for the Maker Reactor. I am at IGN India as their editor.
0: Well, fantastic. Congratulations. A round of applause <laughs> for since, you, Rishi.
2: Since since we last spoke, Rishi has upgraded in life. Oh, yeah, I
0: would say right? it's an Like,
2: Maple Reactor was doing some pretty damn good yeah. stuff. But he's been doing some incredible work with the PS5 launch, man, like... God, it's been everywhere.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you've been tracking the PlayStation 5 launch in India, you've seen Rishi. You've seen him on Twitter. He's,
2: uh,
0: I mean, pretty much the one-man army who's been... You've
2: seen him on Flipboard, you've seen him on Google News, you've seen him everywhere. Uh, I so mean, in in my
1: defense, it's I've only been so overzealous because I have a lot of people asking me what's happening. So, yeah. uh, trust me, for every story that goes up, there's at least been five to ten people who got in touch before that story even went up so, so PlayStation not 5 went. Like, it's not, yeah so it's not like oh okay something's <laughs> trending on google let's do a story you know it's like there have been genuine there's been genuine interest and it it hasn't happened in the last five years six years since i've been you know doing this full time that hasn't happened before where yeah, the, the interest has, i mean maybe with the exception of pokemon go Maybe with mm-hmm. that exception, it's never been this organic in terms of interest in people reaching out. So, yeah, that's been what's happening with that. I, I, really, I think
2: this, time, this from now on, it's going to be, sir, PS5, restock when? <laughs> oh, there, there's going to be an interesting update on that.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, just, uh, you know, building on that conversation, it's, it's really cool to see follow-up conversations as well. Often, like, in tech journalism, especially in India, like, the conversation ends at the launch A review maybe but then you know like uh, for example your report on how all the resellers fared during the launch uh, window like that was really insightful and uh, really interesting to see I mean I did not expect Flipkart to actually deliver and uh, Amazon fucked up in their own way so it's 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 really insightful to see uh, deep conversations going on beyond just the hardware or for that matter, I mean, just the games
2: as well. I think everyone fucked up. I have a feeling.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: right? I don't know. I wouldn't look at it as you know everyone screwing up. I'd actually look at it more as a situation where um, a lot of people seemed, a lot of retailers seemed to be unprepared, at least mm-hmm. the the online guys. And mm-hmm. see, there's a there's a bunch of reasons for that, right? Uh, for one, what I had heard uh, from a couple of people in the scene. Is that Sony was trying to incent, was trying to dissuade? <clears throat> sorry, Sony was trying to dissuade uh, offline orders because they don't want a situation where someone goes into a store to get a PS5 and gets corona. That was their, yeah. That's from what I heard was their logic. And at the same time, when you have a lot of their retail partners, right? You look at guys like Vijay Sales. You look at guys like Chroma. You look at guys like, uh, like you know, uh, Games a Shop. A lot of these storefronts, uh, they've been primed, arranged, and built with physical retail being the primary focus over, you know, digital sales or over online sales. And when you have that kind of situation, it's really tough to you know, turn things around, do a 180 and push everything online. And that's why we've been seeing a lot of uh, activity around this and not exactly in the best way possible. So, for example, with Chroma, right? Chroma had a situation where uh, their, their Jan 12 pre-orders happened fine. On Feb 2, orders re- reopened again. Uh, however, uh, every order that was placed on Feb 2 got canceled because essentially what happened was the same quantity they got for Jan 12 went up again for sale on February 2, despite already being committed to other people who've already paid them money. So, mm-hmm. so th- so you have situations like this, and it's a learning curve for a lot of these guys, because, I mean, guys, like, like, Chroma's been out of the games business for a better part of, I think, 8 to 10 years, as far as I recall. Uh, they, they, there've been multiple attempts from Sony, multiple attempts from distributors like eExpress to have them back on the table and do stuff, but that's not happened. So... You know, I'm not surprised that you have situations like this going down. Even Reliance Digital. Reliance Digital, uh, you know, they, 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 they put up more stock to sell than they actually had on pre-order day of, of Jan 12th. Yeah. And then, you know, so so it's it's a learning curve for a lot of these guys. And that's why I see a lot of these problems happening. That's one part of it. The other part of it is, uh, you know, like even Sony's own channels, like Shop at SE, uh, while, I mean, from all from from some people, yeah, they had they had a good experience, but others had some terrible terrible experiences as well. You know, alleged black alleged situations where where consoles were apparently given a black market and stuff. So it's been a mixed bag, and I think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that we're simply I mean, so here's the thing: Uh the customers gamers here have always been super passionate i mean we've all i mean this is yeah. something akshay can 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 attach to as well where the feedback on certain things here is incredible i mean and it's and it's on things which we even never expected feedback on like for example the last of us uh, two spoiler cast which we did i mean i was surprised yeah. so many people cared to be honest i just thought okay you know since we're since we're both uh, I wouldn't use this term fan for myself, but since we're both super inter- interested in what Naughty Dog does, we thought, okay, that'd be a cool episode. But the fact that we actually got a good response made, made, made me realize, yeah, there is a bigger audience here that cares. And I don't think that's, I don't think that the people in control or in power, maybe a couple of people- I Understand are, that. Maybe, maybe a couple of people at Sony do, but I don't think the wider industry as a whole understands that. So- Would it's, you say that,
0: I'm sorry for cutting you off over there. Sure, Would sure, you sure. say that's a, uh, understanding issue or would you say that's a realization issue that how big the market truly is maybe it's not as big it's obviously not <coughs> as big as the US or Europe perhaps but it's certainly I mean it's pretty apparent from the chatter online and I, I say that as someone who doesn't follow the I mean certainly not as in-depth as you guys do uh, I mean the the realization that the market actually has grown tremendously over perhaps the last generation of consoles
1: I mean, see, I don't know how much of it is real growth. And there's a lot of chatter. There's a lot of activity around it. But it's still up. It's still to be known whether it's real, real, proper, sustainable growth or not. And I say this because if you guys remember the Xbox 360 launch, right? That was like crazy hype. Massive. Yeah, that was massive. massive. And that was massive for one simple reason. Microsoft India thought that, okay, 1 billion population, 10% will buy the console. Let's do the math that way. And uh, the end result was while why you had a huge hyped-up launch and you had a huge retail presence and you had demo units everywhere. And, you know, every every reviewer got retail units for keeps. But at the end of it, I mean, the actual sales were pretty bad. I mean, I think they only sold 100,000 over the lifetime versus uh, the PS3's 350k. So...
2: Yeah, officially at least. Yeah, at
1: least officially from what we know. So, so that's the situation. So the thing is... It's very sometimes it's very tough to, to to distinguish what's actually you know real actual sustainable growth and what's just noise, and you know at the end of it, uh, while sure I mean it's it, it's 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 a funny thing for us right oh Microsoft just did straight math and and sold a bu- and couldn't sell a bunch of consoles, but then there were real life repercussions to that right so there's from what I had also known is that they the, they actually had to resort to corporate sales to make sure that their inventory went out so they were doing they were doing <laughs> corporate deals with with various telcos like airtel and the others for you know hey just take a bunch of consoles off our hands hotels and they were even a lot t- of hotels yeah and they were even trying to hotels was one of them yeah and they were even trying to do stuff where they were just trying to offload in bulk wherever they could it becomes an inventory nightmare so you know while while for us on the other side of the fence like haha you guys screwed up but there were real repercussions and these are these are and if you ask me these are the lessons uh, the industry turns to learn better because it's literally for the lack of a better term their ass on the line. So you know you do you do result in a situation where at least those who have been in the business long enough tend to be a lot more cautious. So you can't actually blame them because see right I mean one way of looking at it is fine you 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 basically bring in a ton of PS5s and more more than enough to supply the entire market. Fine, and if even if you sell out day one, Mm -hmm. or or that's also great. But then at the end of it, the situation is if you don't sell out day one, if you're still stuck with stock, all right, Mm -hmm. or if you have excess stock that's being taken by scalpers, then it becomes a problem. So this, so it's always a balancing act. And I mean, given the situation we're in right now, and given the state of the market right now, I'm I'm not too. I mean, I'm not too worried about the fact that, you know, fine, there's been a shortage and there's been screw-ups in terms of launch because, one, that's been the situation everywhere, not just India. This hasn't been a smooth launch by any account. But uh, at the same time, it's a question of just how soon we get a restock and how soon, you know, everyone gets their consoles.
2: Let me let me give a, uh, a different perspective as well. Uh, as you two know, like, <clears throat> I have a like a community group on Facebook, right? For PlayStation gamers in India, you're both part of that group as well. And in the past one and a half weeks, two weeks, actually in the past one month, it's grown exponentially. So, you know, in order to iron out all the bots and, you know, spammers and whatnot, I, you know, I I, I implemented a survey like, you know, do you own a PlayStation console? Which is your favorite first party game? Just so that we know who is joining the group and at least it's people who own the console and the franchises that you can play on. I would have to say that, you know, like, maybe it's representative of how India in the Indian gaming scene works. But the people who joined our group, it's a very niche group, right? I would say 70% of them, 60-70% of them just said that FIFA is their favorite game. So I have a feeling that a lot of people that buy in India buy just to play these set of games like Call of Duty and FIFA. Most of them actually, I know a lot of people who just buy a console to play FIFA all year round, that's it. And they don't play any other game, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think uh, a country is judged by, you know, the sale, you know, game sales. And there are a lot of other games. There are hundreds of other games that launch each year. And uh, surprisingly, those games don't, not surprisingly actually, quite expectedly, those games don't do that well. In India especially. And even if they do, it's very reliant on the used market, secondhand hand market. A lot of people buy, you know, single player games. You know, they buy a lot of used games. Um, so maybe that also is not indicative of whether there's growth or not, to be honest. Uh, and um, unfortunately, that's how Sony or Microsoft or anyone judges if they've seen any growth or not. Because these consoles are being sold at a loss, right? And they make money from games. And yeah. if games are not selling in the country, then you know, they don't really see whether there's been growth or not. So the
0: overall overall growth generation... doesn't matter as much?
2: then. Yeah, not hardware sales at least. I mean, it matters, but not as much as software sales. Mm-hmm. And I, am, uh, I can see a lot of potential this time around for it to grow because of backwards compatibility and whatnot. Maybe people will invest in other types of games other than multiplayer and FIFA and whatnot. Um, but um, you never know that's the thing you never know a lot of a lot of the india in india's market is actually been supported by the, by the parallel import how rishi calls it i call it grey market because uh, you know people don't really like to pay 50 grand for a console when they can get for for, a, for 40 grand from the gray, from the gray market right yeah. this time around it's not been possible because of units being very limited people scalping because 8 years ago people didn't even know what scalping was and, but now people are scalping units even i know someone who has two consoles right now and he's such an angel for selling it for fifty grand to someone else. He didn't. I I asked him why didn't you scalp it because everyone else is doing it. He's like I just want to get my money back I don't give it. I don't want to make a profit. I ordered two because I didn't know whether I would get a console or not, and both orders went through. But there are a lot of people who are doing that, and and it's a very different. Uh, like I've been trying to buy the Series X, and everyone's been selling it for a premium, and I really, you know like, fuck it. I'm gonna wait. So I think uh, this this scalping crap is is going to probably demotivate people to upgrade right now. That's all I can say right at the moment for people who haven't got it. So it can't, it's too early to say whether this growth or not.
1: I mean, firstly, a couple of uh, interesting <laughs> things here, which you bring up, Akshay, is that I do agree with you that, yeah, FIFA is, by and large, FIFA and Call of Duty, actually, are by and large yeah. some of the biggest franchises for India. Uh, and you are right. In terms of sales, outside Sony first-party uh, behemoths, like, you know, Spider-Man and God of War, and even Uncharted to an extent even Last of Us 2 a lot of the sales on third party games have been FIFA Call of Duty year on year and what you said is very very accurate that yeah the business is pretty much propped up by those two games yeah GTA yes, Red Dead Redemption 2 yes but in terms of annual franchises it's FIFA and Call of Duty. And yeah, I do also agree that the reliance on grey isn't just limited to uh, to hardware. Like, I mean... Yeah, it's software yeah, as well. Yeah, software as well because to be honest, every retailer I spoke to last week and I mean, I, I speak to almost, I think... A lot of them. I mean, right now it's like half my fo- like most of my, most of the numbers in my contact list are just game stores, and they're with and what they've been telling me during launch week, the biggest, most demanded title and which they've been selling has been Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War on PS5. Now, and I find yeah. that fascinating for a bunch of reasons. One is a lot of the people who are buying it are people who already have the PS4 <laughs> version, which they bought in gray. Okay, now the PS4 version of that game in gray was roughly four and a half, five thousand. For them to upgrade it digitally is, I think, 750 bucks, 800 bucks if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but they aren't yeah, willing so to upgrade no. it. They're like, no, I'll buy a physical copy on PS5 separately. And that has been ridiculous. I mean, I find that ridiculous that that's the kind of behavior for a game like Call of Duty. Because, to me at least, uh, Call of Duty is essentially a quintessential junk food video game. It's replaceable, it's disposable, it's something that happens year on year. By design, it's it's made to be consumed and finished and spent, and you move on to the next one, you know, when, when it's out. But the fact that you have an audience willing to buy physical copies of a game that's essentially meant to be obsolete a year down the line is pretty fascinating. And to make matters even more amusing is that these are PS5 copies that have been selling for five and a half, roughly five and a half thousand rupees. So and, and yeah, it's funny to me because Activision never brought the game in. So <laughs> it's all grey market stock that's doing pretty well at retail. And it's really funny, too, because uh, what most retailers expected was, uh, you know, someone would come in, buy the PS5. So, like, see, most of the stores I know were, were doing bundles at, at at offline retail and, and online because uh, they didn't want to be stuck with inventory mm-hmm. later. They were like, see, yeah. what's the point of not selling the HD camera right now or the dual-sense right now? Because who else is going to buy if not someone who buys the console? And that was the same yeah. mentality with games. So they had all thought that uh, Spider-Man would be their biggest seller but no it ended up being black ops cold war simply because of uh you have that huge audience that wanted to do that so yeah i do agree that it's essentially around those two games fifa black ops and uh the other part of it which i also agree on is like you also have the situation where yeah it's really tough to tell how much of this is actual growth right because right now there's so there's always a burst of activity and a really rabid audience around the time a console launches. Uh it tends to peter down through the generation, you know, when, peop- uh, when people and st- people and and then you you have these games where the where where the community will rally around, right? One will be FIFA, another will be Call of Duty, and usually every big uh, first-party exclusive. So I mean, like <coughs> last generation, I was surprised where there was a lot of chatter around of all things, uh the Shadow of the Colossus remake. And there was actually yeah. quite a vocal audience who had got in touch with me back then when I was writing for NDTV to, to figure out what happened, why the game didn't come out at launch. So it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that, how that uh, rolls over this gen because a lot of customers I've been talking to, a lot of them were first-time buyers. They never. They were either playing games on yeah. mobile, where they're like, you know, uh we don't want to continue playing games on mobile, or they're playing games on PC, and they were like, we're tired of dealing with the, with the whole upgrade cycle. Hackers and whatnot,
2: and hackers and whatnot yeah. on multiplayer yep.
1: games. So it'll be interesting to see if this is
2: sustainable.
1: But it's, I mean, it's definitely positive steps.
2: Well, I think uh, the business side of. PlayStation will stay confusing for the rest of the generation like to be we honest, move on I to the don't hardware In India, you know, at
0: least, uh, I actually yeah. did have another question for uh, for actually both of you, but maybe more for Rishi. Uh, since we've talked a lot about inventory, and you did mention, you know, it's a fine line between how much stock do you bring in, um, and you know, uh, flooding the market, perhaps. But I mean, it's not just the PlayStation Five. This I understand right now. Like global inventory is limited. Uh, Same for the Series X, but it's it's kind of been the case for the PlayStation 4 as well, where clearly there was at least a certain amount of demand and uh, the console wasn't quite readily available, uh, at least through online channels, which is, I would assume that for the target audience of the console, that is a a fairly big sales channel. Uh, I mean, assuming if, you know, say there were 5,000 units, I I would imagine that Sony would know that that's going to be a little too less for the PlayStation Five.
2: I mean, see, I think there was a there was a lot of uproar when we didn't even know when the PS Five was launching in India. We didn't even know the price. I think this was more of a rushed job at the moment. I feel that you know, let's get some units out so that we don't piss off our core audience at least, and then we'll figure the rest later. I think. Think. I'm not sure, I'm not certain if that was the the, the point of, the standpoint the they PS5 had. But PS5,
0: I still get it, like, is it, um, it's it's yeah. not a priority market
2: per se. But it was the same for the PS4 as well, at launch as well. People, I, I was through one of the them, end, like, through
0: the cycle of the product, you know.
2: Yeah, even then it was like, you couldn't find the PS4 mm-hmm. Pro anywhere. Um, Men's XP, where I work, is also has a, a digital storefront, where it's kind of like, it's an e-commerce website, and we sell the PlayStation and uh, the playstation 4 pro was never in stock ever because it was just wasn't available i guess i guess sony didn't bring it in or something i don't know
0: Rishi, I would mean, you say like that that the brands are like erring too much on the side of caution
1: i i genuinely don't think it's a caution problem particularly with the ps4 and i say this because uh, every time it's come in it's been available and it's been sold out and come on man, sold out right away when that happens yeah. once that happens twice you get an idea I think there's more to it because at the end of the day, I mean, fine, say what you want. I mean, let's be honest, We, uh, the community and people like us, we have our own opinions on how things like this work. But let, but when you have salespeople who, who have a background in consumer electronics, who understand uh, how things like this work, I mean, they would have seen the patterns as well, right? That hey, you've sold out once. You sold out twice. How come we don't have regular supply? I think it's more of an issue internally within Sony. That's my speculation at this point. Sony has not told me anything. That uh, and that's why we have this situation through the PS4's lifecycle. And I do agree, the PS4 Pro. Has been strung, has been hamstrung by these issues since the since the time it launched. I think uh, in 2016 when it came out. Uh, sorry, 2017 was February. 2017 was the India launch, if I'm not mistaken. And since then, fine. You had that first lot that came in, and then there were supply issues through and through, uh, to the point where, from what I'm, from what I know, and this has been, I think, documented by 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 me and a few other sites, where. Um, Uh, Sisek Flipkart were hosting grey sellers who were selling PS4 pros in India but it was all Bangkok stock Thailand stock stock from other Asian markets and uh, you know customers bought it thinking it was official and uh, they only realized it wasn't when they went in to sort out warranty issues so it's a uh, ps4 pro in particular has been a struggle through and through and i don't see that changing uh and the standard ps4 has been slightly better like uh, when sony did a did a big price the slim yeah the slim, exactly. the, slim, slim been, yeah, the slim one has been... yeah the slim one so been this out. so back in uh, 2019 when they when they decided to you know do a price drop on the slim the the quantity is brought in were, from what i know pretty substantial and most stores sold pretty well so uh, and then for, for most of twenty twenty, they've 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 been able to do a resupply. I think every quarter on the PS4, so that ended up doing pretty decently through and through. But right now, and actually since uh, December, if I'm not mistaken, you couldn't buy. It's it's been really tough to find a PS4 Slim in India, and PS4 Pro is basically I mean
2: is like a unicorn at this point. You can't even find it. So I mean, uh, I I posted a picture of my PS4 Pro. Like you know, it's time to retire the old lad, and. Uh... I got like offers f- to buy the console like for 22 grand, 23 grand. Like, guys, I'm like, at least ask whether I want to sell it or not. Because I don't <laughs> want to sell it. But people are already offering me money for it. And on Twitter, on my DMs. And I'm like, guys, uh, I, uh, that post was not an advertisement. I'm just, you know, putting it aside and it's yeah. going into storage. And uh, that's how the demand is, man. Like, I mean, I just post a picture and people start offering money for it. I mean, it. You know,
0: I I I, I was looking end? up a, a a relative of mine with a PlayStation. Like I wanted to get him a PlayStation Pro. Um, last uh, two months back or uh, thereabouts, not uh, not in stock anywhere. The regular PlayStation was also like not available for a couple of weeks at that point. So I just ended up buying him a secondhand one because like what else are you gonna do? Uh, yeah. And
2: yeah, it's just. So much. it shows it shows that there's still there's still demand for that console. even though the next-gen console version is here, but there's still demand for the older one.
0: Absolutely makes sense. In fact, like, Rishi, Rishi, how do you foresee uh, the PlayStation 4 playing out in India for the foreseeable future?
1: Oh, that's an interesting one, simply because there's been a lot of precedent for this kind of uh, user behavior and, you know, how Sony's strategy has been. Because... Uh, if I recall correctly, during the PS3 360 era, at least the first couple of years, uh, what would happen is people would see, would read about the PS3, or they'd see, or they 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 check out the 360 ads, you know, with Akshay Kumar and Yuvraj Singh and all that, and get pretty hyped, and oh, okay, let's go into a store and buy it. They'd walk into a store. Oh, the PS4 was around 60k, uh, and the and the series and the 360 was around uh, the 360 mm, was around yeah. 20, starting at 20k for the arcade version. And they're like damn so expensive then at the same time the sales guys and the and the branding in store was like hey you know you can pick up a ps2 for 10k and that sold very well because it wasn't just the
2: console you got for 10k. It was a console and a couple of games. The bundles were really good. I mean, the reason why PS2 was still being manufactured for a, for a very long time was because of India. Probably.
1: Yeah, markets like India, markets like uh, Brazil, it did pretty well yeah. through through and through. So, this is around 2007 mm-hmm. to 2008, 2010. In that, in that range, yeah. this was still doing very, very well. Mm-hmm. And uh, same situation with the PS4. When the PS4 was out here for 40,000, uh, there was a, I mean, the PS3 got a price drop, particularly the 12 gig SSD model and the standard, uh, I think 500 gig console, you know, the, the grill toaster, whatever you call it, that version, the super slim, super slim, sorry. So those are, those did very well at the time. And uh, I think Sony even had a few, had TV ads around the super slim, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So there's been a lot of, uh, so, so those have worked quite well uh, for Sony in the past. But I don't know if that's going to be the case this time around. And I say this because... If you look at how it's been going globally, right, Uh, globally, all the chatter, all the strategy, all the decision making has been around the PS5 for -hmm. Sony. And we've had a situation where, you know, on the US PlayStation store, uh, the the PlayStation retail store for physical stuff, not the Mm -hmm. digital storefront, where if you want to buy a PS4 online in the US from Sony's own storefront, uh, there there uh, uh, there were indications that it was not going to be available. You know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's that's what I was going to come to. And, and even that,
1: yeah. and even in Japan, right, which is a uh, substantially larger market for Sony than India, uh, even over there there were uh, uh, I think a bunch of uh, PlayStation four models, both Pro and Slim were discontinued, with with the exception yeah. of maybe one. So I th- the Slim yeah, I think one the of slim. the Slims. I think uh, the one TB or five hundred yeah. gig model. One of them. Point is, yeah. So internationally, that seems to be where it's going, right? Where uh. I mean, they're not saying it, but it's a tacit. I mean, I think it's a situation where Sony is probably going to discontinue it. Again, this is purely speculation on my part, where I think Sony is probably going to discontinue the PS4 once they have their supply chain in place for PS5, once they're able to commit to stock being on the shelves with no drama whatsoever. So that's what I think is most likely going to be the situation, you know. Uh, And what about the Pro? So that's the thing. I think Pro is also going to face the same fate uh yeah. but that's but that's just speculation on my part what's more likely to happen from a business case uh and particularly for markets like us it makes perfect sense to keep the ps4 around maybe not the pro but at least the ps4 around because at that twenty twenty at that around what to a 30k price point there's a there's a decent price gap between that and the ps and the ps5
2: ps5 right yeah.
1: ps5 at 50 this at 30 maybe this maybe the season other the price drop i don't know and then after that, you have a situation where you have the PS, PS4 ps at maybe 25, 30, and you have the PS5 at 50, and there's enough of a gap, right? So you can still replicate the same user behavior, where you'll have that casual audience who just wants something to game on, probably never played anything on console or PC before, comes into a store and is like, hey, you know, oh, PS5 is too expensive, what's my next option? Then your next option is actually something that, that's the PS4, where, I mean, if I look at it, there's a, I mean, the, <clears throat> the library on that console right now is... I mean, Massive. probably the best ever at this point, outside of the outside of the original GameCube. But that's just my opinion. Uh, it's <laughs> a really good library. So, you know, I, I do see a situation where uh, it would make business sense to keep it around at least for some time, even even once PS Five production is sorted out. But we'll have to see how it plays out. Uh, obviously, this is all speculation on our part, so don't uh, don't think that this is gospel. But yeah. That's how I, I see that playing out. I mean, I do see... I, I would like to hope that we see a situation where the PS4 does sell for some period of time because there is still an audience. There are people who want it. Sure, it may not be as large as the PS5 crowd, but uh, I see... I look at it this way, right? We have a situation here where a lot of people who, go, who come into the ecosystem of consoles come in because of the exclusives and then they stick around because of them. So I'd like to see that, that part of the audience grow because... It, it's yeah. an interesting crowd. It's 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 a different crowd from the usual FIFA Call of Duty audience. It's it's a more discerning crowd, which is interesting to see because they're only in it for the exclusives. They're only in it for first-party stuff. And that's also part of the yeah, reason. Yeah, which, which has changed in the
2: last few years. Yeah. I've been noticing that as well.
1: But And while they while it's not anywhere as close to the FIFA crowd, it's just nice to see a different <laughs> audience come in and play games.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm... Definitely, I mean, and on the PlayStation, just for that. Like, it's the exclusives which keep me here. I mean, I, sure, I do play third-party games as well, but, I mean, the Xbox wasn't even an option for me Uh simply because I want my Uncharted. I want my God of War. I want a few of the Japanese games. I'm nowhere as close uh into, you know, Japanese exclusives as you guys are. But, yeah, you know, like... Uh,
2: Surprisingly en- enough, it's not the exclusives that keep me at the PlayStation it's my friends man like everyone's on it we were all 360 players who jumped ship to the P- uh, to the PS4 because of their fuck up and you know like everyone's on uh, I'll be discussing about how the UI and all works because that's you know I interact with the PS5 every day even if I'm not playing games I catch up with my friends on the console and I would say 90% of my friends are here. Only five to six people stuck with the Xbox um, ecosystem. So what keeps me here actually is my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, um, exclusives, I would have still bought the console for exclusives, but had had all my friends been <clears throat> on the Xbox platform, I would that would be my primary console. So I think exclusives does have a role to play with it. But I think the, the fact that the sheer number of PS playstation users in india is more has more to do with it for me at least
0: yeah yeah that's that's actually a fair point i mean that's kind of true for me and a couple of my friends even europe to be honest like it's predominantly a playstation market and that's that's played up in my favor uh where you know most of my friends uh from europe are also on playstation so like when we do play i I often like now what ends up happening is that you know we'll just make a party chat of sorts and we are not even playing. We're just talking <laughs> on. That's PlayStation. what I do. That's
2: what that's what I do every night, one hour before I go to bed. <laughs> yeah, so it, it,
0: it's basically like a chat room, but on PlayStation, which is an odd use case, but it yeah,
2: is. It, it legit is. It legit.
0: Uh, but yeah, okay. I think that's yeah. that's a good enough point to actually. I mean, time to talk more about the hardware. Um, actually, you've been you've obviously spent more time than me. I got it on launch day. You got it a week about a week before that
2: the PlayStation 5 uh, yeah i think a week before that i think and i think rishi got it the next day rishi you got it the next day i got day, it
1: right? uh, the friday before launch so yeah i mean yeah so i day had
2: it i had it on yeah i had it on wednesday yeah. a week before launch yeah. so um yeah i've spent quite a bit of time and uh, now and even as of yesterday i'm discovering new things on the damn thing um, that annoys the shit out of me, <laughs> but I will talk about that in a bit. <laughs> um, I think let's start with the design first uh, because that's the easiest thing to talk about. Since it's sitting right in front of all three of us right yeah. now. I, you know, I and, love it. Um, I'll start off by <laughs> I'll start off by saying that uh, without be having any bias is that I like the uniqueness of it. Yeah. I it'll take me a, a bit of time to get used to the design, the sheer size oh. of it. But the fact that well, if I compare it to the Series X, I'd said in my review as well, at least it has an identity. Yep. The Series X looks like a black box, which some people may like because if they want to go for the minimalistic kind of look, that's just, you know. But for me, like if if I if I look back and if I want to remember a console, like the, for example, the GameCube, it's, it's a fucking great console because of the way it looks, you know, you, you will remember it for forever. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same thing. That's the same way I look at the PlayStation Five. So, What's your favorite?
0: Uh, what are your favorite console designs? You uh, Akshay and Rishi.
1: Honestly, um, the, the GameCube and the and the Wii are, are some of my favorites because of how compact they are. I think those yeah. two, and then and then yes, the uh, not the OG PlayStation One, but the mm. PS. O-N-E, the one slim. Yeah, yeah the that slim. Like, yes. yeah, yeah, that's it a beautiful one. Beautiful slim one. was amazing. Uh, when I look at it, I, it looks like I can fit it in my pocket. Yeah. And uh, unpopular uh, opinion here, but the OG Xbox. Oh.
2: Yeah, so I like the OG Xbox as well. I had the Halo version, the translucent one. Whatever yeah. it is, like it was kind of the green. I trans- had yeah. that one. Uh, Rishi knows the story yeah. I told you I, I told I about they, I think they call and it the,
1: Crystal Green or something. But yeah, that yeah.
2: one. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I forget yeah. what it's called. I have to look at the box. Um, GameCube is also one of them because of that handle. <laughs> uh, and, and and I really like the Game Boy Advance because I owned it at some point and I just spent a lot of time. Oh, nice.
1: The SP or, um,
2: the, uh, or the OG Advance? The original the, one. Oh, nice. the, the, the OG SP represent. Nice. Right there. And then the and the new 3ds XL as well. I think it fits perfectly in my uh, hand to play games. I really like the handheld uh, experience with the That's 3ds XL. That's what she XL said. The new 3ds XL. <laughs> yeah. So so these are the some of my favorite consoles. 360. Not so much because of the the rings and whatnot. I had a very bad experience. I went through three consoles. PS3. I bought the uh, I don't not launch version, like- but some other version. No, I don't I don't even know if it was the slim. I think it could have been the slim. I, I don't remember. I bought it towards the end of the generation, but yeah. Uh I'm not, not a big fan. PS4, it's okay. I mean nothing that different also. But yeah, I think these are the console. My favorite console designs. Yeah, time. I think
0: for me it's like the the slim PS1. That was just a beautifully designed console. It still looks really, really nice. Uh I actually quite like the the first, the absolute first PS3. The fucking massive... The big fact yeah, one. Yeah, the George yeah. Foreman grill model uh, with the Spider-Man font. Um, yeah. I like both the Game Boys, the SP and the Advance, but I think my personal favorite Game Boy is the Game Boy Micro. Uh, and I have the, uh, the Mario Anniversary Edition, which had that Famicom uh, colorway with the, yeah. with the golden faceplate, which is just like... It's just so fucking cute. Like you want to play it all the time. You're going to lose your eyesight playing that. But it's just so cute. Uh, yeah. So I mean, but yeah. What do
2: you what do you, what do you think of the PS Five design? Though?
0: It's fucking crueler devil. <laughs> Thanks. I can't <laughs> see that. It's Cruella de devil. It's the devil wears Prada in a console form. It's just yeah. It's very in your face. It's a statement piece which is why I have it sitting like right up there next to my television, like on, on the on the table. Um, the Xbox is something like, even if I wasn't to the Xbox, I would probably just tuck it away somewhere because there's nothing distinctive about it. And it, maybe it works for a few people. I'm sure it does. The PlayStation 5 is polarizing. You'll either love it or you'll hate it. Or, you know, you'll, well,
2: Akshay, you might be somewhere in between. In
1: between. To be honest. Okay, sure. I'm in between. But honestly, I I do agree that, uh, yeah, the, the, the PS5 design is super polarizing. To me, I've had, my, my major concern is, I mean, Sony has made something which I can't even keep on my entertainment center. It had to sit on the floor of the entertainment center because there's no place to keep it so yeah. i mean for me it's been it's been a challenge that way with mm-hmm. the xbox series x not as much i mean i'm able to fit it in nicely in a corner where it sits and there's no problem whatsoever because at least of the size difference but man yeah with the ps5 when i have to get one for myself it's going to be a, desi- a, a logistical challenge in where to keep that to be honest
0: yeah i mean this thing does not I mean, fit into it, the it used into to be- my existing media center so Part of it, of me like placing it up there is because, I mean, you guys can see it right behind me. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Is
0: because, uh, well, it won't fit anywhere else. But I like the look of it. That's what she said. Yes, you got me right (laughs) there. But, I mean, I just like the look enough that I want to show it off. Like, this is a console that I want to show off. Like, my friends might hate it or love it, but I don't want to hide it away.
2: You know, traditionally, Microsoft was the one who would make chunky, big consoles, you know, and they were hated for that. And this time around, it, it's it's flipped, like, Sony is the one with the bigger console, usually Sony, Rishi's read my review, I don't know if you read it, but we've discussed this in the past where Sony would design consoles for the Japanese homes because, you know, they're not as large, they're quite minimalistic, and they are, um, you know, and their audience and Japanese people tend to like sleeker stuff than big chunky boys.
0: This thing and, is as uh, big as a Japanese home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A Japanese
2: man I mean, could live inside it. I mean, the Xbox fits well in, into your overall setup. I think um, I miss it, to be honest. Now that it's gone, I, I want to buy one. But uh, <clears throat> but yes, I, I, the only thing I like about the design is the fact that it's distinctive looking. I like, and I, I'm surprised how sturdy the base is, to be honest. Yeah. I thought it was going to wobble and whatnot. And I've, and I've accidentally bumped into my table a few times uh, and it didn't wobble so I was happy to see that
0: yeah I mean it's still not like it's not as if it's all perfect like I'm not too pleased with the with the curving face plates uh, I would have preferred something a little more flat uh, because I mean yeah, like if you look at yeah. it from an angle it's it just looks a little warped of sorts um, I don't know how
2: else to put it I don't think this console has a True flat so it does not. Anywhere. There's
0: nothing flat on it. Yeah. So like, I mean, this has to be the thing that goes right at the top of your media pile if you've got got it like that. It's damn heavy, so like, don't place it on other electronics. But in case you choose to, uh, it'll have to be right at the top because uh, you can't place anything on top of this. Um, I mean, my my switch was sitting on top of my PlayStation for a while, uh, but that's not going to be the case here.
2: Yeah, it can't happen now.
0: Yeah. Uh, I love the design. I mean, so far, I think there's a couple of things that that have really stood out for me. Graphics and all are nice. They're going to be relatively consistent across consoles. So, sure, the Xbox is a little more powerful. Some games might have a few more frames. I don't, I don't personally care about that. Uh, I'm of the opinion that, like, if you're chasing frame rates, just be on PC anyway. Uh, but uh, it's the controller that really... Adds. that's that's the true next gen thing for me. How quiet this console is, and just generally faster loading times across the board. Now that's a feature that's going to be true both on the Xbox and the PlayStation. Maybe in some cases more on the PlayStation. I don't know. Like right? that, we'll see how that plays out. But just the fact that this console is so damn quiet, uh, because I was playing. A, no. I, right now. I. I don't know. It's like way quieter than my PS4 ever was. And I think one of the last games that I played on my PS4, I know you're going to hate me for it, both of you, was much later into the generation, was Ace Combat. But then flying a jet in Ace Combat, I could, I was like literally living the VR life because my PlayStation sounded like a jet engine. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, like surround sound, thanks to the PlayStation.
1: So, basically, Uh, the PS5 version was inferior in comparison. Because you had yeah. actual acoustic yeah. accompaniments <laughs> on the PS4. I'm missing out on that immersion in for room, sure. I heard, I heard you like a jet engine in your jet engines. Who a jet <laughs> engine in your jet engines?
0: Yeah, I mean, those have been the yeah. key standouts for me. What
1: about you guys? I mean, for me, I do agree. The controller is... <coughs> miles ahead of what i expected pun unintended because miles morales but yeah it's a really good controller uh, dual sense for me at least with the spider-man games and fifa have been really nice i really like the implementation um and i think that to me that's the biggest uh, uh that's the biggest selling point it's not the for me it's not the fast loading times it's. I was perfectly content with the loading times on PS4, particularly towards the end of the generation. They got. They they got better. To me, it's the controller. The controller is. I mean, let's be. I mean, as someone who, who basically thinks the GameCube controller and the original Duke uh, Xbox controllers are the best controllers of all time, this is very strong competition. I love the controller, and it's. I mean, if you ask me, one of the best reasons to pick it up is for dual sense um, uh, there have been reports of du- of the adaptive triggers failing but Touchwood I haven't faced any issues yet in my short time with the console <laughs> uh, I really like the implementation I just hope we see more games supported. Now yeah. there are rumors of uh, Microsoft making something similar. There have been patents that have been found, I think.
2: So it'll be interesting. They they sent us sent out a survey. Yeah, as Yeah. Well. So
1: it'll be very interesting to see if Microsoft <coughs> has something in terms of haptics and dual sense and adaptive trigger feedback. Because if that does happen, that would mean we see greater third-party support to, uh, for for dual sense. I've heard that yeah. Black Ops has some crazy good implementation on it, but I haven't played that yet. And I do agree. Dual sense is perhaps my number one reason to care about this console um and uh in terms of otherwise in terms of day-to-day um i really i mean the, the games have been good i mean i've been playing a lot more demon souls than i expected uh mm-hmm. which is i mean i which is quite insane considering the ps3 version was an absolute nightmare in a dumpster fire to play it's like with the ps3 version of demon souls you are essentially fighting with the controls. It was that unintuitive. Everything should be smoother out here. It's a lot better. Uh, yeah, the art direction is a bit different compared to the original, but it's still a really good game. So, that Spider-Man Remastered has been a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man Miles Morales has been a lot of fun. Those two have been great. FIFA has been very, very good. I think I've played more FIFA than I would like to admit on this console.
2: Yeah, same. And same. it's been
1: really good. So, I mean, so far from the game standpoint, it's been good but my biggest concerns are not even the games it's that damn ui i mean seriously sony We'll
2: that. seriously
1: sony what <laughs> yeah, were you thinking man. like so basic things right um for example patch notes i can't see the patch notes or updates to the, to the ps5 games i can still see them for ps4 games thank god but ps5 game patch notes are missing second thing is i mean to even uh like there are no themes no wallpapers and i kind of I'm a little sad about that because I really See. like the fact that I could have PS4 themes. Particularly the, the particularly some of the there are actually if you actually went and actually spent us spent time on the PS4 theme store, they're actually lo fi hip hop chill yeah. chill themes. And I'm not calling not kidding that's so what those are their actual names. With god tier animations yeah. and stuff. Nothing of that here. And I'm a little disappointed. I thought that they could have built on the UI improvements and the feature set of the PS four UI and bring that over here, but it seems that like they're starting from scratch, and I'm kind of disappointed.
0: It's a little too spartan. Um, I like the focus on, you know, the big artwork. But, I mean, if you're looking at this, I mean, I, I, I've got a 49-inch screen here, and I'm sure, like, people are using much larger displays as well. And, uh, I mean, tiny-ass icons on the top of the screen, and that's it. Like, there's literally nothing else on the entire display. It feels as <laughs> if, you know, this is the, like you said, the starting from scratch but there's there's a long way to go it's it's not a bad start but there are too many inconsistencies uh i mean the other day you know i'm pinging akshay in the middle of the night like dude where do i find the downloads like where are the downloads i can't find it
1: yeah they've hidden that yeah. right you have to press the ps button and and yeah. then go to the down yeah. arrow
2: and then it's,
0: and uh, i mean the fact that yeah. they've made putting putting the console in rest mode so convoluted it used to be just like a simple straightforward long press and one button
2: and you're in i mode. Yeah, I'm get, I, I have a few points. That's my frustration with the console. It's not the design, it's the fucking UI. Uh, I'll just briefly talk about the add to the controller. I really like the design in general because it's quite more ergonomic. It's more in line with the with the Elite controllers and the, the Astro A40. It feels, you know, there's a slight curve at, at the back as well. Um, like, for, for example, for FPS gamers, this is an ideal controller. And if you have large hands like I do... This fits perfectly. By the way, on, don't on, say on it.
0: That, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> but on that note, I'm actually still warming up to the size of this. uh like <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna I'm not yeah. gonna go there. But like I could never get used to the Xbox controller. It's just too big for me. Uh you can say it.
2: I I really like the Xbox controller. The three sixty controller was by far my favorite and, even today. Um I mean I don't like the I don't like the dual. Tone, color of this okay. to be honest uh, I like my buttons to have the iconic you know colors for the triangle button the square yeah. button the circle button and the X button um, that's a signifying um, identity of PlayStation if they've completely removed them I don't know why uh, they should have I mean that would look just little they should have. They would have been continu- continuity but from they believe
0: in also,
2: generations right? yeah but <laughs> color screens has nothing to do with generations no they don't want the continuity right
0: they want like this
2: is a new yeah. generation. It's a bland white canvas. I think the the the, the most exciting the call the most uh, colorful part of this controller is the touchpad. The the LED light beneath the touchpad. Yeah. That's it. Um, so yeah, I would have liked to seen those buttons because you know I'm a PlayStation user and I want to see mm-hmm. that because you know it, it 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 I I identify with it quite a bit since the very beginning. Um, but coming to the UI, yeah, man. Oh God, this it's a shit show. It's pretty. But it's an it's a pretty empty shell. That's yeah. what it is. Like there are a lot of things missing from the PlayStation Four Pro. There there are unnecessary uh, extra taps for let's say closing the game, for putting the the the, the console into rest mode, for jo- joining parties, leaving party uh, voice parties, um, uh, changing group names. Everything is just has extra few steps. Earlier you would just hold on to the PS button and just you know shut down the console. Uh, that's it. Here you have to, you know, press it once. Go to the power power menu and then select, and then whatnot. Similarly, closing games also you have to go to the home screen, go, go to the game, press options, then click on close. But at game. least let me and reorder it, that
0: menu, right? Like they won't they won't
2: let yeah, you reorder. The yeah, menu. but earlier it used to. Yeah, on the PS4 it was like you hold on to the power uh, on the PlayStation button, and there's an option for close application right there, right away, and you are just done. So there there are just extra few steps for stuff that you really it needs to be brought into forefront and Sony has not managed to do that. I've always said it, Sony can't make UI and UX for shit, to be honest. Uh, I thought PS4 Pro, they were getting there, but it was held back because of the limited memory. It would fucking crash and you know, freeze ah, out every single time. Oh, come time. on.
1: The XMB was gorgeous. I mean, yeah, I kind of <coughs> agree
2: here with Roof, because... No, I... Th- Experience has not been that. I mean,
1: great, I don't know. I, I agree with Drew here. I mean, the UI on past consoles has been formidable. I really like what they did with the yeah, Vita. Yeah, I
2: mean, as well. PS3, I really liked it. The Vita but had, PS4, they the Vita it had right. crazy
1: good UI personally, and mm. I, I even liked the the ex- what they did I with the PS4. The uh, I think what's important here is I think it's a bunch of things at play. For one. Uh, let's be honest, it's been a long console generation, right? The PS4 launched in 2013, internationally, yeah. India 2014. And we're, we're like eight, and we're in 2021. So yeah, muscle memory over the years is tough to overcome. But I think also, yeah. uh, in terms of sheer intuitiveness, I mean, forget everything else, right? Forget forget how it looks, forget the empty shells, forget the fact that it, uh, that it's, it's, it won't let you have pretty themes. <laughs> but let's just look at it in terms of sheer intuitiveness. And that's what I think you're right, Akshay, that you can't, it takes extra steps to do things. You know, it takes extra... That's t- what I'm saying. I, I prefer
2: the PS4. So, I think it, because I it think worked.
1: intuitiveness is is my concern and I agree with you completely there. Even rest mode, as roof pointed out, is is a more cumbersome thing to get into. I, yep. I don't know. To me, it just seems like it's still, you know, work in progress mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, there are still so functional bits that are yet to be slotted in. It seems like a wireframe than an actual final product. Uh, yeah, I think
0: you, you nailed it over there. And I mean, there are, it's not as if it's all bad. There are quite a few good things as well. Uh, I mean, I've been uh, listening to a lot of Spotify playlists while playing Destruction All Stars, or for that matter, like Super Meat Boy. I was just talking to these guys yesterday, like listening to my favorite black metal playlist while playing Super Meat Boy. And the Spotify integration here is fantastic. Like on the PlayStation, it was just so slow that more often uh, than not, like I just end up playing it on my phone and connecting like earphones or whatever. But, you know, just one tap, it most of my playlists which I regularly listen to are right there. Starts right there. You know, there's no, there's no latency between the interaction. But then, you know, we've already talked about things like we're putting it in rest mode, which is a basic feature. It just takes too many steps.
2: And a lot of things missing as well. The PlayStation 4 Pro have a lot of other features that are not available on this console. You know, um, stuff like just managing parties and stuff is convoluted now. Um, Changing your group name is like you have to go... Drishi, I dared you to try it. Did you bother to try it? No, I mean... It's such I a I plan pain.
1: it soon enough because... Uh, I mean, much like you, the reason I'm also on play One of the major reasons I'm on PlayStation is because my friends are there. And uh, a lot yeah. of us play Monster Hunter and Overwatch. So, I'm going to try that and see where it goes.
2: Try it. It's a pain. It's a five to six step uh, process to get the name changed. Yeah, I mean, I
1: think see, to be honest, a lot of us even moved over from from using. I mean, we just send an in party invite and play and have the conversation on Discord. That's how we usually end up yeah. uh, running, yeah. r- r- running or playing our games these days. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this evolves. But right now, it's I mean a little underwhelming to be honest. Irishi yeah. hey,
0: is I don't uh, if... Monster Hunter World any good?
1: Yes, it's good. As someone, yeah, as someone who's as someone who spent, I think, hundred hours on the game, it's good. And I, I'm still, and from all my friends, I've played the least. So okay. I think, I think Mikhail, who's now running uh, Mako Reactor full time, he's uh, he's probably played, I think, four hundred plus hours on the game. Okay,
0: because no, it's in the well, PS Plus collection, and I've been yeah, to give the franchise a try. Yeah.
1: It's really good, uh, and it has a really bunch. It has a bunch of really cool systems to interact with in terms of moment-to-moment gameplay, but I would recommend playing it with friends. Uh, a lot of the fun in yeah. Monster Hunter, at least with... See, the first Monster Hunter game I played properly has been Monster Hunter World. I ended up playing the expansion Iceborne as well, and they've been really... They've been a lot of fun because I'm playing with a bunch of people who know what they're doing also. So, that's the... that's the, I really liked it for that reason, and the fact that the moment-to-moment gameplay is really good. So, it's something that's great. It's something that you... It's, it's also a time sink. Because uh, it takes time to get good with specific weapons. Uh, the, a lot of it, a lot of your time in that game, aside from hunting down monsters, is is you know collecting stuff. It's basically like this: you go in, you beat a monster, you you take its loot, uh, you take a loot and whatever they drop, craft a bigger and better weapon to, to kill the next monster. That's essentially the loop. Made the it, loop in it? a nutshell. So it's it, it has a bunch of systems, a bunch of things uh, that for a newcomer may be a little daunting. But if you've got friends playing it, it's good.
2: And uh, speaking of lo- uh, loading sc- uh, loading screens, uh, well, not loading screens, uh, loading times, uh, on Miles Morales, it's legit fast travel. For the first time in my life, I can say that fast travel is actually really fast. It takes about a second to go to places. <clears throat> um, but I think the one game where I see this console shine the most is Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. Because the loading screens are on on point, the graphics look incredible, Uh, and they've also got uh, optimizations for the dual sense control. I mean, if you want to look at a third party game that is perfect for the console, it's it's Devil May May Cry 5 special edition at the moment. So I highly recommend checking out that game if you have that console. Um, But uh, as for the adaptive triggers. multiplayer games, I actually prefer it off because it fucks with your mind, but Rishi, you're right, there are a lot of customizations for guns and whatnot, there's real resistance, Um, let's say if you're using an AK, the the controller vibrates in a different way as compared to a different uh, console, Um, even when there's recoil, the the, the R2 trigger uh, behaves differently, so... I would recommend using adaptive triggers for single-player games, but if you're playing competitively, let's say on Warzone or not not really FIFA, but Warzone specifically because that's where I found it annoying and I switched it off. Um, Same with 3D audio. Uh, Sony has not figured that out completely. Again, in Warzone, on Miles Morales, it's fucking brilliant. But on Warzone, where you have to listen to footsteps a lot, at least in multiplayer, uh, it was all over the place. So I think it's more of Activision's fault rather than Sony, but you will come across that problem a lot if the game is not optimized for that 3D audio uh, sound. So yeah, I think that's where that's where I stand with the console. I right? mean, so, I do yeah.
1: agree with you with the 3D audio part. Uh, in fact, if, I, if we look at it, third-party developers <laughs> have been able to take and harness uh, DualSense a lot better. Uh, than they have with 3D audio. And it's not just the launch lineup, right? Even upcoming games. Uh, Recently, recently, uh, when BioWare had the big blowout for uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, they made it very, very clear that uh, the 3D audio feature on PS5 will not be supported. I mean, fine, granted, possibly looking like an edge case, given that that this is basically a remake of a game that's, uh, of a series that's been around since 2007. But if you look at the fact that between february and may may is when that game is out there are very few titles to look forward to it is a bit glaring that uh, one of what seems to be or touted as the hallmark features of the console isn't being used by one of the bigger third party dev- third party publishers for the for the platform
2: yeah yeah are you excited for Master Effect? Obviously.
1: Though? Is that even a question? Oh yeah. <laughs> Day yeah. Zero. Durov, have you played it?
2: Uh um, yeah. have you played it? I
1: think I play, I I honestly don't remember. I, I
0: think I started it okay. on the on the PS3. I never finished it for sure.
2: May 14th it launches, and you are getting that yes, game sir. because you need to play it. You really need yeah. to play it. Yeah. It's it's Star Wars plus Star Trek plus a lot of Bio It's Bio already
0: stuff. on my on my wish list, like it's, so it's basically uh, Battlestar
2: Galactica. <laughs> it's basically Battlestar Galactica. Basically, yeah. That's
0: perfect.
2: But yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, I I love it. Man, I, it.
0: I I'm so, so bummed that metal. like DMC doesn't have uh, any way to upgrade to the PS Five version.
2: Consider it's a separate game altogether. Yeah, they're being a little greedy there.
0: Yeah, I'd pay like I don't know 2000 bucks to get an upgrade. Like I don't want to buy the game again from scratch. It's it's a little shitty of this
2: well, Activision is worse. They've been doing that as well. Uh, at least on Miles Morales, if you own Miles Morales and if you want to get Spider-Man remastered, you can pay a thousand bucks. Yeah. So there's a that's uh, a
1: huge ass asterisk with that thousand bucks because so what had happened was uh, if you ended up buying Miles Morales digitally, right, on PS4 to upgrade to the PS5 version is pretty seamless. But if you yeah. bought Miles Morales on PS4 on disc, all right, and you uh, you can't you can't upgrade to the ultimate edition and buy uh, Spider-Man. 2018 remastered for the thousand rupees on an Indian account. And that's because Sony for some reason hasn't uh, flipped the switch there. So a lot of people who bought uh, who bought Miles Morales PS4 on disc, when they want the PS5 upgrade and to buy Spider-Man uh, remastered 2018 for a thousand bucks, they have to create a UK account and do it. So... That's been one of the major teething issues for the console. And uh, we were able to replicate this, actually. Uh, I ended up borrowing a few, borrowing a PS4 uh, Miles Morales disc from a friend. I ended up borrowing a PS5. Even with the PS5 version, it seems. The standard PS5 version of Miles Morales. This is a problem as well. And we were able to replicate this. And, uh, and Sony is aware of it. We've made sure they are aware. But uh, that seems to be a problem. And it's hilarious because... What it means is, if you bought Miles Morales PS4 on disc, all right, and you got a shiny new PS5, you, not only do you have to create a UK account, all right, but if you want to buy, uh, but uh, you create that UK account to claim the PS5 upgrade of Miles Morales. That's one part of it. But if you if you want to get Spider-Man 2018 Remastered, which is an upgrade to that to, to that edition, you have to basically buy either a UK PSN credit which is available on Amazon UK or a site like prepaid gamer card. And then only you can buy it for how many ever pounds it is. So you're paying more for your upgrade also. And it's pretty ridiculous because this is the same problem. The console had at launch for specific regions. I mean, I I know of people, I have a few friends in other countries like Greece and, uh, and, and Germany. And what they were basically being told was by Sony, by Sony customer support was just look at a few YouTube videos to fix this. And, over here, it's it's a situation where it's not where you can't even do that because it's not even an option. You just have to create another account, and it's weird because uh, the firmware update that hit the PS Five this week uh, was supposed to rectify issues like this. Fix that hasn't been the case. So yeah, I mean your mileage will vary with that.
2: Speaking of different versions, there's another annoying bit uh, I face this with with two games. Let's say FIFA, right? Uh, you can get the PS Five version as well. Now, when I upgraded to the PS5 version, on my console, they were both the PS4 and the PS5 version. I mean, if you're upgrading to something, just upgrade it, right? Remove the PS4 version of the game. But no, it had both versions of the game. And the other annoying bit was like my, like I play a lot of pro clubs, you know, with my friends on FIFA. And when I ran the PS5 version, none of my progress was translated there. And then when I ran the PS4 version, everything was there. And I've downloaded all the save files, everything. And I faced the with the with other games as well with Miles Morales. I could not access my save. So file with as Miles, well.
1: it's it's a very simple situation and it's also very convoluted. Where so usually yeah. what all of us are used to, and this is why I come back to the whole muscle memory thing as well, right? If you've used PS Plus, it's an automatic uh, cloud save, but with Miles Morales, yeah, so- you actually have to go into the, into the save file on your PS4, all right press press r1 i think or l1 to do an up, uh, to upload it from there it has to be uploaded manually and you can only upload one save file at a time so you have to go back to your ps4 oh, yeah. upload that one save file switch off your ps4 plug in your ps5 pl- boot up miles morales there download that save file from the game and then you'll be and and then it'll carry it. forward
2: and so that did not happen for me and i even exported the save file on a usb drive and it still didn't pick it up
1: yeah so after it's yeah. It's very yes. convoluted. I, wanted, I mean,
2: the, I want to kill myself right now for that. I'm to like, be
1: honest, I'm and this is what I think we've all been taking for granted on the PC side of things and with the Xbox, where a lot of this is a lot more seamless. Uh, where, you know, at yeah. least publishers, wherever they've had control, they've done a better job. Because if I look at what Ubisoft's doing this generation, right? Where if you buy... U- oh, God. Everyone yeah, where where if you buy a Ubisoft game on PC huh. and later down the line, let's say you want to play it on PS5 or you want to play it on Series X, your save files carry over
2: and i think that's fantastic that's how i that's how i tested valhalla on my ps4 and then on the series x as nice. well cuz ubisoft connect basically keeps on uploading your save file and you can, it, it's seamless as hell and i can't believe sony can't do that it's just weird everyone is on you know can do that now even the switch can do it everyone's on it uh, sony does not have a great streamlined way to get you know get your save files there i mean i have it on the on the on the usb drive i have it on the uh, on the cloud i have it everywhere possible and i still can't access my save file on miles miles that's a little annoying
1: yeah i do agree, Very I do annoying. agree. it's it's not as seamless and frictionless as it should be no no not at all but, uh, by the
0: way did you guys figure out like what does that do like so i i grabbed control the other day uh which is yeah, like, let's not even get into that story where the entire thing about no upgrades for anything but the Ultimate Edition, and now the Ultimate Edition is on PS Plus. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: But okay, uh, I I didn't pay for it, so that works out. Um, so when you tap the Options button on the game, you get an option, which game version do you want to play? Yeah, now, yeah with the tick Now, mark, yeah. does it mean that it's downloaded both versions? Or, yeah, yeah. But when I go to the Storage option, I,
2: they, it only so, shows the PS5. So what you have to do is, what you have to do is, on the game, press options, pr- uh, press delete mm-hmm. game, click on delete game, and then two, the, I did it just yesterday, then two options will show up. The PS4 version and the PS5 version. And you have to tick which one you want to delete, and then you can delete it. Because on storage, if you go to the settings menu, if you go to storage, it will show, us as, show up as one yeah. game. It will not distinguish between the versions. But if you go to the game specifically on the home menu, press options, press delete, then you will see both versions. Oh, this is why I say I I hate the fucking e- And You will see it too. And I discovered this day before yesterday. By the way, not, you, you know what all of this is
1: reminding me of. And this is why I think Drew will actually understand and maybe get some PTSD. This uh, reminds me of uh, Android's early years. <laughs> this is this is yeah, so no, reminiscent <laughs> of Android's early years. It's not even funny. Like if you ended up if you if you're one of those people who listen to this podcast and owned let's say a Galaxy S or a Galaxy S2 you know exactly what i'm talking about <laughs>
0: yeah but, uh, but like in storage <sighs> like it's taking up something like i don't know, 20 something store gb so that can't be both versions of the game i guess so, so that's that's, how, not, that's
2: the be. thing. There's no there's no way to find out. So this is the only way to find that's how I deleted the PS five version of my of my FIFA say yeah. uh, save file. Not Safe, the entire <laughs> game actually, because my progress wasn't showing up there. Like I had like some seventy games of pro clubs and my character was upgraded to like eighty six something. You know what I'm talking about, Dishi, right?
1: See, see, I don't know, man. I, I play FIFA casually and if you every time you say pro club, the only pro club that's there is Arsenal. So yeah, I'm just leaving it at that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> pro club is a way for like more than two players to play together yeah yeah in, in i know, I know. against other players yeah yeah so that's the, one, the and then you have your own character there and it's yep, like yep. it's like you you earn points and you invest into your attributes it's like an rpg mm-hmm. kind of a system so that's what matters the most and that didn't show up on my ps5 version because, because my player was like I'm, I'm
0: half curious if this is like some sort of you know backwards compatibility like like a like the windows xp or windows 7
1: mode built into windows
2: where is i have a feeling the backwards compatibility bit was an afterthought i think they did oh yeah do it in the i beginning. do actually,
1: actually that makes that's a very valid point because if you notice how they changed the marketing around on playstation 5 the messaging around playstation 5 after yeah. microsoft's may showcase event where they were where yeah. they really doubled yeah. down tripled down and said generations don't matter seamless progress yeah this seems like a very last minute change where you know if you yeah. cuz if you look at Sony's but messaging from from September onwards mm-hmm. it's been very much in favor of things like backwards <laughs> compatibility which i think was a blind spot in their strategy at that point in time this mm-hmm. is this yeah. is probably yeah this is probably teething point teething problems which they're facing and who knows hopefully we'll see a rehaul soon enough
2: but i mean yeah. it will get it will get uh, fixed soon but i think this was an afterthought they just they just put it in Right in the end. Which is why there were so many issues with different versions of the game. and Like it didn't even notify you what version of the game you were playing earlier. And they just included that I think a month ago or something.
0: I mean I'm I'm, I'm really curious what you guys think of this. Like okay perhaps you know I I mean the marketing aspect was very obvious. Uh, But it's not as if they could have coded in support for backwards compatibility last minute. The way that I see it maybe they weren't expecting it to be as big a deal as it actually is. Um, And that's why the issues with, like, versions... uh, Because it's not as if, you know, like, they can just build in support for PS4 games
2: in six months. Actually, backwards compatibility has been a huge, huge deal from the very beginning. Like, if you uh, look at... um, I think, it was it Nintendo back in the... No, no, I know the historical Uh, aspect
0: of it. I also know, like, how... Much of a ruckus yeah. there was when the PS4 did not support PS3 games, and I mean it is still yeah, a pain point and, because, and it's always because there's still no modern way to play PS3 games unless you emulate them. I mean there
1: exactly. are there and is I'm, one I'm, way she's using PS now, but that's not exactly full proof.
2: Yeah. yeah that's not that's not feasible, yeah. and 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 um you know like especially with PS4 when you have a library of thousands of games can't just leave that behind because that's you know that's that's a lot of especially with people with physical discs that's uh that's a lot of games that you cannot play on the new console and you know like I was saying like back in the day uh, when Nintendo came well I don't know which who which company it was but they didn't support backwards compatibility and then uh, a lot of moms were like fuck this shit we're not going to buy this console for our kids because it doesn't support our older games I think it was the yeah, NES that
1: was a transition between the NES to the SNES
2: yeah like they're, they're like TV interviews yes. from the 90s where moms are you know like fuck this shit I'm talking about US right now uh, that you know like none of the older games you can play and it's always, been a, it's always been an issue Backwards compatibility I mean, And Microsoft Microsoft has been great On that front And Sony should have seen it Because they were doing They were doing Backwards compatibility On the Xbox One as well So should, they should I mean, have they, Predicted like, this Okay so If, sure, they, if they were caught
0: yes. like I mean They can't be So stupid As to think That you know they you, We launched A brand new console In 2020 Or 2021 With 5 games like that can't be the case. I mean, backwards compatibility is table stakes. Like you can't launch a new console without that, especially with a library like the PS4s. This is not right. This is not like the PS3 to PS4 transition, and that too, like you know, they fucked up because, well, they went off the deep end with the cell processor. So, how much or you know, like what aspect of it could have been a last-minute decision? Absolutely, the marketing for sure.
2: UI has to be the UI for sure, like how it runs the older games and stuff. I mean, that's for last minute, 100%. I mean, not on the hardware front because they knew the hardware would support older games um, because they're so close to each other. I mean, in terms of the platform, the CPU and the GPU between PS4 and PS5, I mean, it's a big upgrade. It's a big leap, but the platform remains the same. Which is why all the games run, but I think on the UI front they were not. They were like, uh, "How do we implement backwards compatibility?" Because Xbox does it in a different way. How do we do it? And they probably that's why we see versions with tick marks and whatnot. It's not really clear which version you're playing. Uh, You know, I think that's why that's where I feel they dropped the ball. I think they didn't do more prepared for it.
1: I, here's how I look at it. Uh, if you look at Sony's history in terms of backwards compatibility, they've they've pretty much had a very checkered history with it, right? Uh, if you look at PlayStation 1 or PlayStation yeah. 2, PlayStation 2 played most PS1 discs, support the memory card, that was fine. PS2 to PS3, they made a big hue and cry about hardware-based emulation, uh, hardware-based compatibility, right? Well, the reason why the PS3 was so expensive to make was because they actually had the Both PS2 chip that, yeah. in it, and uh, that that and. To cut costs, they introduced a 40-gig SKU which removed all of that and just kept it PS3 and forward-facing. And throughout the PS4's lifecycle, right, we've had uh, Jim Ryan say things like, oh, who who wants to play old games on a new console? You buy a new console for the exclusives, making statements like that through the generation. Um, And at the same time, now if you even look at the PS4, uh, the, the PS5's marketing, it's been a situation where, you know, they started strong talking about how they believe in generations, how you have to have a different experience each time and all of that, and, you know, rebuild from ground up. Um, And to me, I mean, if I look at it from a business case, right, I mean, I'm sure Sony has enough data on what people have been using and not been using. And there have been some half half hearted attempts in favor of backwards compatibility. If you notice that one, for that one PlayStation State of Play event where they announced those PS2 classics coming to PS4, you know, stuff like GTA, stuff like Max Payne, playable uh, as PS2 games with some compatibility and with trophy support. So I think they're probably, for them, they're probably taking a more measured approach to it. Because, see, the other thing we have to understand is that. I think Microsoft's market cap is, I think, a trillion dollars or that much, and Sony's is probably just a billion. And when you have that difference, it's not like you can just throw in a bunch of engineers to make this work like like Microsoft did. And Microsoft, for them it's it's an ongoing thing, right? They, They didn't just do backwards compatibility for some games and leave it at that. It was an ongoing process over years. So, it'll be interesting to see how Sony manage it, given the resources they have and what they do. Because... Uh, the problem is also if you think about it each generation of sony console hardware maybe uh from ps1 to ps2 there's completely radically different hardware ps2 to ps3 radically different hardware ps3 to ps4 again another change the closest we've had in terms of commonality is ps4 to ps5 where they're using similar PS5, architecture yeah. so when you consider all these things and how this company's operated in the past um they have this they have the spottiest track record in terms of actual backwards compact and uh I mean, to be fair, there have been experiments, right? Like with PS now. PS now lets you do that lets you play PS4 games. I sorry, PS3 games on your PS4 and on your PS5 and stuff. But it's not there yet. And I think for them it's it's basically an approach of are trying to measure and gauge, okay, how much of it will be a bad will be bad PR for us and how, how much of it will actually impact our sales. And I think that's where they're stuck. It seems to me that they're in a situation where they're, they're, they're taking a wait and see or see how people respond approach before, you know, diving right in. It's it's very it's very half-assed, personally, because if you look at Xbox, you're pretty much guaranteed that peace of mind, right? Much like you are on PC, where you guarantee guaranteed that peace of mind. And I think, that's the mentality where even third-party devs are going forward, right? We're seeing that with Ubisoft. I'd yep. like to see EA try the same thing. Activision, maybe, where you know your saves carry forward across all games. Where crossplay is a expectation at this point in time. It's not just something that that was relegated to the fringe. You want you, if you're buying a multiplayer game or playing a multiplayer game on PS5, you want to play with your friends on Series X. You want to play with your friends on PC. So I think
2: on the PC, yeah.
1: I think it's just a question of Sony realizing and uh, working with these. Uh, these new uh, paradigms and at the same time trying to realize oh damn how do you make sure you, you you keep subscribing to PlayStation Plus you keep using PS now and you keep uh, you yeah. know giving us that sweet sweet money to keep our uh, shareholders happy so I think they're in that situation where, it's, where they're just trying to grasp that yeah yeah that makes sense well
0: I mean also by the way like uh, the Vita had excellent emulation for the PS1
1: Oh yeah, and speaking of Vita, this really cheeses me off. Thanks for bringing, up, bringing this up, Ruth. No remote play for Vita. I can do remote uh, play with an iPad. I can do remote play with a phone. Yeah. But I can't do it on the Vita. So, I think Vita doesn't mean life anymore.
0: I think they've finally forgotten about that console.
2: Or they've, they've, they've to want to actively... I want, I want to get one. I want to it's, get it's one. It's
0: really nice. Like yeah, no. it's, it's charging somewhere. I got my dock here, Evidently, these docks are like bloody expensive now. Like they're going for like two hundred bucks. Not I surprised. Up, I picked it up for like twenty dollars. No, by the way, are
2: you are you guys? Oh, i oh, sorry. Are you guys gonna get faceplates for your no. PS Five? Because Dhruv and I have been contemplating.
0: I uh, mean, I like I want one. Certainly not at ninety dollars, which evidently D brand is thinking of charging. Uh I'll pay like I don't know. I I mean I want to get one. I, I actually like you want the the black one. I don't want a black. one. I like how the white one looks but I want to pick up another white uh, just to, so that I can paint it, paint over it.
2: Yeah, I don't know how the situation is in Bombay for dust Rishi but in Delhi it's Oh, yeah, bad, it's pretty man. bad here. Like, like like I just keep my yeah. consoles covered when they're not in use. Yeah, so um I think that's that's one way to look at it but I think I will Get some faceplate. I hope Sony releases official faceplate if they can. Something or the other because I foresee this getting yellow very soon.
1: I mean, um, if my time was soon. a
2: white PS Vita as any indication, you don't have to worry.
0: Yeah, I mean, you okay. use good enough plastics, they don't actually yellow. It's it's the cheaper stuff which yellows. Like, you don't see...
2: Cool. I hope it doesn't like happen. You
0: don't see iPods yellow. And, and I have seen some then that's like if you're using like oily hands that's a different story uh i mean the controller if you're like having cheetos and uh, playing
2: oh. you might end up with <laughs> your controllers it happened yesterday someone was having cornitos and he was playing i'm like listen dude you are probably doing this now but sooner or later you are going to ruin your your controller so you know wipe your hands if you want to keep your controller look sexy the way it is right now oh also another pet yeah. peeve
0: with well, actually, like every first generation uh, Sony console, why the fuck do they go with glossy black? Like, that thing is a dust magnet. That thing is a scratch magnet.
2: I mean, yeah, you're
1: right. Oh. Three generations, yeah, you're yeah. right. Three generations in a row, this happened. PS3 had yeah. glossy black, uh, p- uh, piano touch, or feather touch. Yeah, the piano uh, black. Control, uh, piano black hat, yeah feather touch controllers which were glo- feather touch buttons which were glossy same with the PS4 at launch where glossy black also was there and accents for the for the buttons and yeah we're, we're sitting three for three
2: yeah and my PS4 pro as well oh yeah that too it was glossy all over so there was literally I could see a layer of dust every morning on the and I would clean it up like every You've morning
0: seen
2: the scratches on your PS4 dude yeah man and I don't put anything on it So, yeah. Well, I think we've lost Dhruv. Yeah, we I think we've lost the roof. Well, I think uh, we've probably spoken about almost everything. Um, I think Dhruv uh, left at a g- g- perfect time as well. Uh, I think we should end this episode now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you have any other questions regarding the PS5, you can always bug Rishi on Twitter every day, every time. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. Don't, <laughs> don't, 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 don't bug him that much. But if you want to know everything about the PlayStation Five, the stocks and everything, visit IG in India, and Dushi is always on it, on top of it. Um, so yeah, um, and as for and you'll probably see something from me as well. Maybe I'm not sure. Uh, maybe about more games than the console itself. Oh nice. I, yeah. And then, um, I don't know, Dhruv, you can, Dhruv was always talking about the PlayStation whenever you meet him, see him, so you'll probably hear him. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was, uh, I was just saying, Dhruv, that you left at the perfect time because we were probably coming to a close Yeah, as well. no, my call dropped. Uh,
0: but I mean, yeah, I think what I was trying to say at that point was that it's not even just, uh, like, I mean, I've seen your, uh, your Star Wars Edition console and that thing is scratched, scratched to hell. Yeah.
2: And I don't do anything on it, man. Nothing.
0: Yeah, it's just a problem with piano black finish. Like, uh, people who listen to this podcast or know me in real life, like, no, I'm a bit of an iPod addict. I've got, like, a huge collection and I buy them and restore them, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, And it's those fifth gens, like, the plastic, I mean, everything. That plastic does not, that soft plastic does not stand the test of time. And there are ways to clean it up, but
2: then... I don't know. It's just a bad choice. It was a bu- final question, though. Have you guys retired your console yet? No. The no. PS4. No. I
0: right. gave it to my younger
2: brother. So. Okay. So that's kind so of. So in
1: my true. case, it's because I haven't picked up a PS5 yet. Uh, my unit, in fact, has been sent back to Sony already. So I'm my probably team. just going to. Uh, I'm probably going to keep my PS4 Pro around for a while. And, uh, I mean, yeah, my my Xbox One X pretty much died uh, a week before the Series X showed up, so that's been retired. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty much PS4 Pro for now. Uh, And, yeah, Dhruv, actually, you're right. It's it's, uh, regarding glossy consoles because uh, my PS4 Pro is a Spider-Man Edition uh, Mm -hmm. glossy PS5. It's a, a, uh, sorry, glossy PS4 Red console Pro. And that is a dust magnet as well, which is why it's covered most of the time because of scratches and dust and the entire nine yards of stuff. I think it's more of the finish than the actual color choice. And yeah, it's... It's, an yeah, no,
0: it's, it's definitely the soft plastic. And uh, I mean, especially in your case, I mean, if you use like 2000 grit sandpaper, you can actually find... Uh, buff out a lot of these scratches and then just use a little bit of polisher on top. But uh, I mean, in your case, since it's the Spider-Man edition, you risk uh, ruining the... Yeah, I'm just keeping it, like that.
1: it I'm just keeping it covered. I don't plan on like... Use taking sandpaper to it. <laughs> I am a big fan of that game and I am a big fan of that console so I am keeping it as pristine as I possibly can.
0: Yeah. I mean, the first thing I did, like, um, I mean, I had my uh, the the skin for the middle section mm-hmm. of the console like r- two weeks before the console actually got here. Um, yeah, I mean, I it's like a central, like, I got the matte black for it. I, I can't stand scratches and I've wanted to stay as pristine as possible, even though I can't see it, you know, like 20 years down the line, I just put it up in my museum of consoles and I take off the skin. Uh, you know, it should be as close to stock as possible.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: Which reminds me, I need right. to take a nice uh, PlayStation family photograph. i going to take out the my collection of PSPs as well.
2: I didn't hear a word. You said you were breaking. Oh, up. I was saying
0: like I think today is the day I'll take a nice family photograph of the PlayStations, pull out uh, all the all the PSP variants, the fat, the slim PS2. I don't have the uh,
2: the fat PS1. So basically, basically, you're gonna make Harish jealous.
0: Ah, uh, well, he's <laughs> never had any console, has he?
2: Yeah, no, I don't think he's ever had a console. I'm no, he has an Xbox One which he's never opened.
0: Yeah, it's still a sealed unit, so.
2: Yeah, something like that.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Oh well. I think it's time to wrap up now. Um that was the ep- 39th episode. 39th, yeah.
0: That, we're rolling with thirty ninth, yeah, technically
2: fortieth. We're rolling with 30 yeah, technically fortieth because oh by the which Dhruv didn't mention, his uh, recording crashed last yep. week while recording. So that's probably last the last five why
0: minutes of the episode. Uh
2: yeah, the entire recording got <laughs> <was laughs> fine.
0: But hey, I re-recorded and then I scheduled it and it didn't go up on schedule and it doesn't make sense to publish it now because it's stale news. Uh, But yeah, so this is going to be the 39th episode again. And uh, we have uh, Rishi to thank for joining us for the episode. Uh, Always a pleasure to have him on the episode.
1: Thanks, guys. Much appreciated.
0: All right. Take care. See See ya. See ya.